Hey there, and welcome to the Box Office Watch podcast, where we keep watch on how much money movies are making and why. This is the show for the weekend of June 5th through the 7th, 2020. My name is Paolo, and I'm your host. So this week is going to be a relatively short episode with everything going on in the world right now with regard to police brutality and state of affairs for black Americans. It doesn't feel right to take up your attention when there are a lot of other worthy causes out there that require your attention more. Uh, there is some good news I would like to talk about with regard to coronavirus. You know, South Korea uh, has doubled the box office this week than last and had a movie with over 100,000 admissions, the first since February. And New Zealand currently has zero active cases of coronavirus right now, which means that both exhibitors and production can resume uh, business. Um, that said, you know, in light of everything, there is, you know, while I have your attention, there is a glimmer of hope. Uh, and that's the fact that it looks like consumers are responding to this moment in history by educating themselves on the history of the black American uh, through film and media. Uh, if there's one thing that movies do have the power to do, it's to allow us to live and experience something we normally cannot in our everyday lives. Uh, in the same way that when the first weekend of, you know, shelter in place of the coronavirus, uh, Netflix had the most watched movie be Contagion, uh, we're seeing a similar effect here with films fo focused on the black experience. Uh, for example, over this weekend, uh, The Help, a 2011 film starring Viola Davis and Octavia Spencer, uh, ended up becoming the number one film on Netflix. The film tells the story of an aspiring white journalist during the civil rights era, uh, documenting the events of the day from the perspective of her two black maids. Now, this film is an adaptation of a novel by a white woman directed by a white man from the point of view of a white woman, uh, which has you know multiple shades of problematic about it, um, if that's the kind of film that people are turning into at this time. Uh, Viola Davis has said herself that there are issues with the script that diluted the black experience to make it more palatable to white audiences at the time, uh, which it did pretty good at the box office, uh, for what it's worth, uh, to keep it on top pop topic for this podcast. And Bryce Dallas Howard, who's also in the movie as the racist villain, uh, recommended other films to check out instead of The Help. Uh, I'm not sure entirely whether to be happy that people are making at least an effort to learn more or disappointed that they chose The Help as the movie to do so. Uh, I probably land somewhere in the middle. Uh, one film that is, you know, something you could definitely should be checking out, um, Warner Brothers, you know, uh, in 2019, had a film called Just Mercy, which was directed by Destin Daniel Credden, starring Michael B. Jordan and Jamie Foxx. And it's, uh, among other things, the true life story of defense attorney Brian Stevenson, based on his autobiography of the same name. Uh, box office-wise, it had a limited release in Christmas uh, in 2019 before going live in early January, uh, the same weekend as 1917, in fact. Uh, its run ended up getting cut short due to COVID-19, uh, and it made about $50 million dollars worldwide, 36 million of that here in the States. Uh, it was initially released for home media on March 17th, uh, being pushed up a little bit earlier, you know, in that time when all the studios were pushing their VOD releases a little bit earlier to take advantage of people being stuck at home. Um, and now with everything going on, Warner has made the move to make it free to rent uh, on various streaming platforms for the month of June. Uh, this is definitely a good move by Warner, you know, while they may be missing out on additional potential revenue from this film, from streaming sales, uh, the benefit of educating people on the systematic racism definitely outweighs that. Uh, from a little bit of a cynical perspective, this is a bit of a marketing win for them. You know, hey, you know, we are, you know, helping fight the cause of, of all this. Um, but I think it's a win-win all around, so I'll take it. 
Um, Paramount followed suit uh, in Warner, Warner Brothers' steps by releasing the uh, 2014 Martin Luther King Jr. biopic Selma that was directed by Ava DuVernay for free also on all streaming platforms. Uh, like Just Mercy, it had a limited release on Christmas of 2014 before going wide in January. It ended up grossing a little bit more than Just Mercy did. It made $66 million worldwide, $52 million domestically, uh, though it did not have its legs cut off with the pandemic and also had a re-release in late March of that year in honor of the 50th anniversary of the Selma Marches. Again, great on Paramount for this move, uh, even if the potential revenue that they could have made keeping it behind the paywall would be relatively small compared to Just Mercy, which is a more recent film. Uh, sadly, uh, it is worth noting that the last time Selma was kind of in the consciousness, um, this was the time when Eric Gardner had been killed in, here in New York, and it was largely perceived that the cast and crew were snubbed during the award season because they had worn an I Can't Breathe cert uh, during the premiere. Um, they, the Academy got kind of caught out for this on Twitter by Ava and, and, the, and the cast, um, and they're working to be better, which I hope they're actually taking the heart and not just lip service. Um, you know, in following up with more kind of movies available for free, uh, the Critian Collection, which is kind of a collection more for film nerds, film snobs, uh, has made many of their films uh, free to watch, uh, specifically those that are about the black experience or films by black directors. Um, normally, you have to pay for a subscription to their service, um, which, you know, their films aren't the everyday movie going audience. But if you love film, you probably already subscribe to them. Um, that said, if you, you know, want to see some great films, including you know those by Maya Angelou. Um, you do need to sign up for an account, um, but you know these are all definitely worth checking out. Uh, on the documentary side of things, IFC has made uh, the Black Power mixtape from 1967 to 1975 uh, free to stream through June 12th, so the end of this week, on Amazon and Apple TV. Uh, this is a documentary, you know, from that time period by Swedish filmmakers, you know, of all people, uh, kind of like an outsider look on the American condition. Uh, if you're in Canada, the movie exhibitor Cineplex has made 45 movies by black creators free to rent online. Um, you know, Just Mercy is definitely one of those. I saw Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse uh, was in there. Again, this is only for Canada, um, but worth checking out. Maybe you have a VPN and can take advantage of this. Uh, many of the other films you know talked about in this episode will be on that list as well. Uh, speaking of those other films, beyond these three films, uh, the iTunes chart kind of stands in as a de facto list of what people are interested in. And over the weekend, you know, there were a number of black-led and black-centric films uh, climbing the charts. Again, again, indicating that people are out there educating themselves on you know the historical context that led up to this moment in time. Uh, just to run through the list that I found, uh, Just Mercy, which we talked about, was number three on the streaming charts, which is you know pretty great for uh, help by the fact that it was a free movie, um, but still great nonetheless to see. Uh, Waves, which is a 2019 film drama from A24 that made $2 million total at the box office, um, is ranked seventh. Uh, this was helped by the fact that it had a 99-cent rent rate um, price, uh, which is uh, lower than the normal iTunes cost. Um, the 2019 film Harriet, uh, which was nominated for Best uh, Actress Cynthia Ovio uh, from Focus Features, it made $43 million total last year. Um, it is number 12 on the rankings. Uh, I Am Not Your Negro, which is a documentary from 2016 na narrated by Samuel L. Jackson, made $10 million and is ranked 21st. Uh, Queen and Slim, which is a crime a film from Universal that made $47 million last year. Um, 
is in 2022. Uh, 2018's film, The Hate You Give, distributed by Fox, that made $35 million, uh, is at 26 on the iTunes charts. Uh, Hidden Figures, which is the 2016 film about black computers uh, in the early days of the NASA space program, especially in light of the SpaceX launch uh, last week. Um, that 2016 film made $231 million, which was a great success for them. Uh, this is a 31 on the films. Uh, on the iTunes chart, uh, we already talked about Selma. Selma is at number 40 on the iTunes charts. Um, and remember the Titans, which is the 2000 film, uh, football film distributed by Disney that made $136 million, is at 42 on the iTunes charts. Uh, beyond that, in the top 100, you also have Spike Lee's 1989 Do the Right Thing, 2009's The Blind Side, and 2013's Best Picture Oscar winner, 12 Years a Slave. Not all these films, uh, especially these latter ones, are exactly the best representation of the black experience, but again, it kind of shows that people are going out of their way to try to you know, understand understand a little bit more something that maybe they were ignorant about uh, previously. Um, aside from you know, kind of this box office ish news about where things are ranking, I did also want to highlight some other films and even TV series out there that would be a great place to start. Um, this is just the smallest, but definitely a, a good starting point for where you can begin. Um, Ava DuVernay, uh, we talked about her. She had the film uh, Selma, which we talked about. Um, she also has the Netflix documentary Thirteenth, which is about the Thirteenth Amendment and the prison complex. Um, this came out in 2016. It opened up the New York Film Festival. Um, normally, this is on Netflix, but you can actually go to the Netflix YouTube page and watch this entire documentary for free on there without having to sign up for an account. Um, Netflix also has the 1992 film from Spike Lee, Malcolm X. Um, you know, if you have, you know, if you have HBO, um, there's the documentary "Say Her Name: The Life and Death of Sandra Bland" uh, from 2018. Uh, HBO also last year had the successful TV series Watchmen, uh, which is a kind of a spin-off from the Alan Moore comic slash the Zack Snyder movie um, in TV form. Apparently, this actually had a really good way of dealing with the black experience through the comic book medium. So if comic books are more your style, uh, give this one a check out. Um, Netflix also has, the, last year also had uh, the mini TV series from Ava DuVernay, uh, When They See Us, uh, which I believe was about the Central Park Five. Um, again, this is on Netflix. Um, you know, some other good films out there. Uh, Jordan Peele is one who comes tonight. In recent years, he's had 2017's Get Out and 2019's Us, uh, which are kind of, uh, you know, allegories for the black experience. Um us is available on HBO Max. Um, Get Out currently isn't on any streaming platforms, um, but you can rent it on Amazon, and most of these you can find on Amazon. Um, you know, Netflix has the 1917 documentary LA 92, which is about the Rodney King trial and the so and the uh, uh, surrounding riots. Um, and finally. Uh, HBO Max has the 2018 film Spike by Spike Lee called Black Klansman, which is, you know, I think particularly interesting because it features the, it talks about the black experience, but the main characters are actually policemen themselves. Um, so that'd be an interesting dynamic to look at uh, through this lens. Um, it's also worth noting that Spike Lee has the film The, the Five Bloods, uh, which is about the black experience in the Vietnam War, which is coming to Netflix uh, later this week, uh, June 12th. 
in any case, oh, and one more, actually, I forgot to mention, uh, you know, if you are a fan of John Oliver, um, he puts up, you know, the main topics of his shows on his YouTube channel uh, last week tonight. Um, you know, usually that's just a portion of the, his, of the full show he does on HBO. Uh, that said, this most recent, recent week when he did an episode about the history of the police uh, with relation to the black, black Americans, um, and that took up the entire show, so the full 33 minutes is available on the YouTube channel. Definitely make sure you check that out. Um, in any case, I know this is kind of a heavy topic, but it's definitely worth talking about at this moment in time. I hope this episode has been helpful for you to start your education on the black experience through film if you need it. Uh, if you have any other recommendations of films, please let me know. Um, you know, If you have feedback or suggestions, you can you know tweet at me at... Uh, B.O. Watch Podcast, or shoot me an email at boxofficewatchpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. Uh, if you can leave a review on your podcast service of choice or on Podchaser, that would be super helpful. Uh, those links are in the show notes. Numbers used in the show come from thenumbers.com. Our intro and outro music come from Kevin MacLeod. His stuff is found at incompetech.filmmusic.io. Editing and production is provided by Ninja Boy Media. Until next time, this has been the Box Office Watch. And remember, our watch goes on, and even more importantly, please remember, watch out for yourself.